With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Welcome back to South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original brought to you by 94WIP and Jack Daniels. Ashlyn Al here with you in studio recapping a road trip that went pretty well as the Flyers get ready for a home game on Thursday against the Capitals. And this road trip, it looked a little daunting at first. You had the Avalanche, you had the Preds, and you played some really good teams. And the Flyers get out of this road trip five out of six points. And it's funny, we were talking about this in the postgame show last night. You're happy. You feel good about the five out of six, but it could have been six out of six because 18 seconds into overtime, the Flyers lose it to the Preds. And that is what is annoying. It's like, but it's not as annoying the day after, I will say. No. We did the post game show about 30 seconds after the game ended, and I, you know, frustration, annoyance because it's, it was right there. But a day after, you kind of see the big picture. Yeah, I think that was the only person that really would be annoyed would be Erson, the goaltender. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you could make, he could probably, he's probably feeling like, I know this is how I would feel. Like they, they blocked a bazillion shots in front of me. And then in the overtime, I let one leak through. Right. But he played well until then, made some big saves. I, I, I actually was surprised he got the start. I, I thought they'd go with hot to, to, you know, finish the road trip, but he'd been playing so well and he played well again. But I can see where that, that would be the one person I would think would be disappointed in the trip because it was his chance here. Yeah. And, you know, they'd come off a couple of wins. But he, I, I don't think any negatives came from it in terms of long-term what you thought. No. And for the team, that was a huge road trip. That, that was to, to come back, to have that third game, to be behind by two goals, come back, play block shots, as I mentioned before, uh, it was uh, remarkable to me. And they did this, Ashen, with their power play still not oh, clicking. Gosh. But a perfect penalty kill. It is perfect. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a glass half full. I mean, you know, it's Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, you're just going to, you, well, you're going to see the the microbiology in the glass. You're not going to see the water. But, but we can look, see, you'll see the bug in the glass. You're not going to see anything else. <laughs> but I mean, I think you choose the, the way I would look at it is you had a heck of a road trip. Yeah. And you, you, you know, you proved to, to the rest of the league and more importantly to yourselves that, you know, you're going to stick to it. This is, this is, this is for real, for real. It is for real, for real. And I want to run some sound from flyers.com last night, John Tortorella postgame press conference. You just never know what you're going to get. And it seems like funny enough after losses, he's happier than wins, which is really confusing, but we're starting to get used to it. But, uh, 
we got awarded the worst question of the year. So let's hear it. I guess, you know, obviously you wanted the different outcome tonight. You like the way the team played, but where do you feel like you guys are at coming out of this road trip? Just got five out of six. Feel pretty good. That could be the worst question of the year right there, Charlie. It wasn't even a bad question. Well, that was from Charlie O'Connor from uh, um, Philly. Yep. yep. Um, well, he never asked a bad question. No. He asked a lot of questions. You know, I got, I got to say, cause I haven't done TV newspaper this and you're putting pe print people in a pretty weird position to to ask questions i think i think torts was having a little bit of fun yeah. i i hope he was having a little bit I of think fun so too. but i mean really almost any question we ask you you have to ask the obvious question just to get the response right you need the soundbite god you i've need asked to write some, it. you know i've asked some of the dumbest questions and i mean well we work with the guy that asked the dumbest question of all time in the history of sports michael barkan oh. When the Olympics, when the, when the skater slipped and he said, was the ice slippery? Well, Michael, it's ice. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Why you got to bring Michael Barkin into this? Because it's my favorite story ever. <laughs> but, but you're put in that position where you, uh, where you, you know, you, you got to ask just to get a response. And sure enough, he got a response. And I think I think the response was telling. I think he's really happy with this team. That's, yeah. Really, really happy with this team. For him to answer it in that way was but, like, uh, we got five out of six points. Yeah. Like, but it's why like, yeah, it's like, but, you know, does the, certain people don't want you to, to think that they're dancing on air, right? Yeah. <laughs> that they have this, they, they have to keep, come, keep their personality, keep their demands. So, you know, quietly, he's probably really thrilled with what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and I think he was trying to get at that, but you're right, you don't want to, you know, because yeah. there were things that went wrong. And, and the ice was slippery, yeah. It sure was. <laughs> it always is. I'm going to learn how to ice skate here soon, thanks to Scott Hartnell, and I am greatly looking forward well, to you it. Well, might, you might pick a better mentor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have one arm, so you can't teach me, so I'm out of no, options. No, actually, the heartsy down thing. Yeah. But I would really love for him to give you skating lessons just to teach you the Hartnell down. Please no. Right Let's do the Superman on the ice. Go, go from blue line to blue line. No. Be, oh, no, no. We're doing this. Oh, God. Yeah, Al's going to be in attendance. It's going to come up on NBC Sports Philadelphia here very soon. We'll keep you updated on that. But Sam Harrison, I, I kind of felt like he was going to get a start on this road trip, and I think he's going to get a start on road trips from now on because the Flyers have made an emphasis that he needs to play more. And we're seeing, you know, that he's getting more comfortable. And let's hear more sound from Sam Harrison after the loss where he talked about that goal that went through strong game on the whole but what happened on that that last hole just think you had it yeah i was one of those like kind of felt the trickle a little bit and uh, uh like i didn't know if i had it or if i uh, were to like lay back and try to cover it but uh, uh obviously it's one i gotta come up with i think uh it hurts uh we we played such a uh, such a good game and uh, the way we battled in the third and Coming back, uh, like guys, I don't know how, how many block shots we had in the third period. So it it it, it hurts uh, uh, that the overtime goal is when I feel like I uh, I want to have back. It felt like from up top in the early part of the game they were shooting wide intentionally, maybe trying slap passes stuff like that. Did it seem that way on the ice at all? I don't know. It maybe like the first goal there was kind of like one of those situations, but. I think it's partly because we do such a good job of coming up in uh, in the shot lane, so they have uh, no no choice but to uh, kind of shoot it around us and hope for a bounce or a tip. You, you we've talked before about how you like to get a lot of shots, and it was only I think 20, 21 in this one. Was it hard at times to maybe 
focus on the game because you weren't facing as many shots? Yeah, it's like I've said before, like, yeah, I think uh, all goalies kind of uh, think it's a little bit easier when you, you get to see, uh, feel the puck more, but I, I can't complain. I mean, the guys are doing such a good job, not allowing, allowing pucks get to the net. So it's it's uh, definitely a, a tip of the hat to the guys in front of me. All right. So that sound is from flyers.com and, and you feel for the guy. He plays so well the entire game. The Preds goaltender wasn't letting anything through. It was just kind of a goaltending match. But I think we're going to see Sam Harrison more, and Carter Hart will get the start probably Thursday. But I think we got to get used to this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's earned it. You can't have a guy playing that well and, and bury him. Right. It, it just can't happen. So I think that's in their plans, and that's why I think that was such a big game for him. Uh, and that's why I, I actually felt bad for that goal that kind of leaked through because yeah. I thought he played well throughout. But, I, you know, that's where... You know, that's where you could say that was a big, big, if, if he manages to win. I was so hoping that actually went to shootout yeah. where he's perfect. He's seven for seven. And I'm thinking, oh, what a story this would be. But instead, the thing leaks through. But I don't think that would damage his uh, the uh, reliability. I, I think it's still there. It was just a, a weird goal. It wasn't a, a, a lack of effort, a lack of talent. It was a bad goal. It was just like one of those weird, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, things. I mean, you know, there was no coverage in front, but it was three on three. So, I mean, that's yeah. difficult anyway. And, and he actually sort of made the stop. And when when you're a goaltender and, that, and the puck, you don't know where it is. The danger is if you try to, well, I got a bad arm, but if yeah, you try, try to, that arm. if you try to reach behind, the risk is you will knock in a puck that's not in. Yeah. It's a very, you're in a real, I guess the word's precarious situation where what do I do? You try, you probably put the glove behind, but you, he's, he's, he's angled, so we can't do that. And I give the, I give the opposing player, Forsberg, credit. He's got his eyes locked on it and sees right. it right Most there. Most players would just give up on the play. Right. And it's, it. it's right there and he sees that it's, it's still moving. And so, so you get the misfortune. It's a bad goal, but it's not a, it's not a, bad outing yeah and for them to get a point in that game when they were down to nothing it was not going to feel like this game, that game was going to go into overtime so i give them credit that they're even there and now you look forward to the flyers coming back home thursday against the capitals and flyers right now in the metro division they are tied for second place with 33 points capitals third place with 31 points so this is a big game to stay in the thick of things and i know the capitals started off rough getting things right Power play still sticky. Ovechkin, what the heck is going on with him? So I don't know. There's I a lot mean, going on with the Capitals right now. Yeah, but the the worry I always have when a guy like Ovechkin has, what, five goals, yeah. which is if he keeps this pace up, it's going to take 10 years to catch Gretzky. And then we're going to cat and wash him being a mess. But I always worry that is this the game that gets him right? We've seen it with the oh, Zabanajad in New York was going bad and he came into Philly. The and Flyers went are always off. the get-right oh, yeah. game. Right. You know, this is, this is the worry I have. I have, you get your glasses on. I'm just, sophisticated today. Just, yes. yeah. Very intelligent. <laughs> throwing throwing me off. Yeah, you're asking really good questions. Thank you. It's the glasses. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, always worried, I'm always worried about oh, that that guy <laughs> finds this game to get to get everything in order, that everything happens. So I don't think this is a case where you can just say, well, you know, we'll shift our, um, shift our focus somewhere else. No, you're not going to shift your focus somewhere else. That power play, though, it can be struggling. And they're missing a centerman. You can see how much that matters. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that you have to be wary of him. It's just, as I'm almost more worried about him because he hasn't scored I agree. than I would otherwise. Because the track record has shown that. Yeah. It's, it's, they come into Philadelphia and that's the get right game. And then it, everyone talks about it. And then it's, oh, boo-hoo flyers. So, yeah, you, you can't have that. 
But the Flyers, they have winning momentum coming in here where I feel like they're going to stop that, especially with Carter Hart getting back on Thursday. Yeah, he's been really, really good. Yeah. I mean, still underrated in my eyes throughout the league. Um, you count on him to make big saves early. He uh, keeps you in games all the time. And and the penalty kill, good as it is, your, be- your most important penalty killer is your goaltender. Mm-hmm. And both he and Erson have been very good in those situations. And so, I mean, he's I, I'd look for him. I don't, I've not seen any dip at all. I mean, occasionally one game you'll go a little yeah. bit off, but no, it's been, he's been really, really steady to the point where I, I think, I think Tortorella and the whole, it, it is almost like it's a dream. Just, all right, it's going to, you know, we're going to get, it's going to be fine. No worries. Yeah. And when you don't have to worry about a goaltender, it's like, that's a luxury. It, oh, it's such yeah. a luxury. Yeah. It's such a difference. It makes such an enormous difference, whether you're coaching the penalty kill, whatever it is. Not going to help you much on the power play, but with whatever else you're doing, it's like, oh God, we can count on this. It's a, it's a plus one in everything. Yeah. And now we're at the point where, at least for me, every pregame show, when I'm writing script, I'm looking at the standings every single show. And There's a script? There is. Oh. Sometimes you look at it, sometimes you don't. It really <laughs> depends on the day, you and Scott. But you look at this Metro division, and you know the Islanders are in second place, now tied with the yeah, Flyers at that's 33. a bad thing. Yeah, the Islanders, they're looking they're, good. They're playing w- very yeah. well. Um, you know, that, that's a really good team. Florida's a really good team. Mm-hmm. The Devils have perked up some. Um, 29 points, yeah, yeah near the bottom. So but you say near the bottom, and that's yeah, a but Yeah, there's no, I mean, it's all, it's, all, it's all the middle. So yeah. the Flyers... You don't, it's, they don't, it's no like, they don't have like a bank account. There's no savings. It's, it's like you're living paycheck to paycheck. Literally, you're living yeah. game to game. Yeah. And that's what, that's what it's going to be from now right until the end of the season or through March. It, it, it'd be nice to be able to build up some, some sort of margin. A but cushion. There, there is none. There's well, no I don't cushion. think there's ever going to be a cushion because even if the Flyers keep up this pace where you win three, you lose one. Okay. You have a blimp in the road. Every other team is doing that as well. The the Hurricanes, the Capitals, the Penguins, you know. Well, the Penguins are there, you know, there's that could be a problem up there. If they keep going down. They downhill. keep going, but their power play has to get better. But you're right, there's like where where are you going to pick it up? Like That's, is the Bruins yeah. uh, everybody thought coming in the Bruins are going to drop. Well, god, they just keep going. The Rangers who like got blown out by uh, TO Toronto yeah. and but they're really good side. I don't think they're going to drop very much in Carolina. God, what a mess they were to the point where Rod Brindmore said he thought they'd give up 50 in that one game. They come back and win. So, I mean, they, they kind of like, they've they've hit, you think maybe that's the rock bottom for those mm-hmm. teams. So, the Flyers' task is to... You got to stay keep, with them. You, really, it's just, you have to keep doing it. You, you For all the good that you've done, all you've done is is you're, you're treading water. And, yeah. it's, and it's a real deep pool. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and that's why when people ask, like, are they going to make the playoffs? Oh, my gosh, like, let's start paying attention. You, you can't even possibly predict that right now. No, it's you can't. I mean, you're going to go deep into a season. That's why all this talk with the trades, I don't know. I mean, trade deadline, you don't know what the team's going to look like coming in, yeah. what chance you're going to have. When you've got that goaltending, you've got a real chance. And the excitement level, I, what I want to see, Ashlyn, is I want to see the excitement level 
driven up yeah. at home. And it has been yeah. way better. I mean, they're a really good road team. Yeah. But they've had some losses at home and games where they yeah. didn't score much. And games that, that have mattered too. The, yeah. The Black Friday game. Yeah. The marquee games. That's what I want to see. I want to see them come in here and really get that place rocking. Yeah. Um, like it, it has in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're well on their way. I mean, I've noticed just being here now a year, I've noticed such a big difference from last year to this year and just the home crowd. And I was even impressed last year coming in. Maybe this is coming from Jacksonville, but I couldn't believe the <laughs> the home crowd and how many people showed up and how into it they were with a losing record. So now when you look at the home crowd this year, it's popping. It's packed. Yeah. No, it's, it's right packed. Now. They're coming in. They're having, they're having, they, and, the, and they've got some characters to, to kind of attach to. We're just learning about these guys, but Hart's been here. He's like a veteran now. Yeah. Um, but they've got like Forster looks like he's going to be a real popular player. Mm -hmm. Brink has got some some personality to him coming in. So they've got some of that going on. Then they've got some physicality. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you never know with that fourth line when they pay gonna, for the fights. That's what you well, come for. My God, they they, <laughs> they, they get mean, what they, they pay for. Well, they can throw hands. And, yeah. But you know, half the way every night has an issue with something. He really does. <laughs> he's an emotional man, and it's great. And it's great to watch. It is great. And now, uh. I guess I want to say it's shocking, but I'm curious your thoughts about Craig Berube fired in St. Louis and won the Stanley Cup with them in 2018, 2019, was let go last night and one point out of the last wild card spot in the Western Conference. It's not like they're out, out, and they fire their coach who was with the Flyers 2013 to 2015. And from everything you're hearing, it's like no one was really expecting this. No, but in hockey, it's like, unfortunately, coaching changes tend to unfortunately or unfortunately they, they tend to work at least short term mm -hmm. which is why late in the season a guy gets fired you know i don't know what the blues were expecting with their roster i, I really don't know what they thought baruby could squeeze out of this i think maybe they thought they'd be a more physical team but they're not structured that way right so i i, I mean i was worried for chief coming in to the season um i just thought it's been a while and the hockey teams just change coaches yeah. so I'm 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 curious how quick it'll be then if the Flyers ever have three games in a row lost that just doesn't start they want Baruby yeah. back here yeah. I think Otto will be wise to hire him right away I don't think he'll I, mean, I think he's got another he's got a contract runs through another year yeah. so he's he can come back to Bucks County and hang out for you maybe join us on this on the you yeah know, and join us on TV or come something for a little bit but no I mean I don't think I don't even know how upset he would be uh, it seemed like some of that mojo was gone from that Blues team but. I mean, he'll be forever be, uh, you know, he'll he'll forever be the, the star there for bringing that franchise, that Stanley Cup, and being in last place basically this time of the year yeah. and bringing the team back. And he's a real popular guy. He's a really, really good coach. Mm -hmm. But in hockey, it, it, unless you're a very, very rare guy, in three years to four years, that's that's about a lifetime. Your track record. Yeah, yeah, and it's just confusing because when you look at who they have, they have these big time contracts right now. And yeah. when you look at their contracts, it's saying uh, win right now because this is gonna get up sometime soon. Yeah. And Kevin Hayes is there, and yeah, it just doesn't make sense why it wasn't working out. No, it was a weird trying to. It was one. Of, it was a trying to do two things at once, like the Flyers, but not committed really. Yeah. To the rebuild thing, and you know, the guys you brought on Hayes. You know, we saw it happen here um, didn't and didn't, it's not working there either. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they have to get a better mix of people, but I think that they're just due for a makeover. Yeah. And it sounds like they're getting started on that. And that is South Philly Sauce and Odyssey Original brought to you by 94 WIP and Jack Daniels. The Flyers have two home games to wrap up this week. We'll be back early next week to talk about them. Thanks for listening.